Well, thank you very much, Chad Reed. Uh, we appreciate the uh, the intro to the segment. Uh, welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly for Ed Camp, Tony Wink in studio, PJ Duran as well. Uh, this is Scott Casper. Welcoming back our old buddy Mark Bunnell from Pole Position Raceway in Grimes, Iowa. Apparently, they close at 9. Uh, now that we've got that figured out. But I tell you what, you want to see some European fast, fast, and quiet uh, kart racing? Pole position raceway is the way to go. If you want to hold uh, business events, team building events with lunch and that type of stuff, they take care of you. They got special rooms for you. And then you finish the, uh, the team building event with a race. Let me tell you something. That's a lot of fun. And it's completely different than anything you and your squad have done before. Tony? Yeah, so we went out there this Saturday, and it was uh, kind of a play on the Le Mans 24-hour, which obviously I don't want to be in a go-kart for 24 hours, but it was the 2.4 hours. <laughs> I did it with three drivers. We called it uh, Two Men and a Baby because it was me and another full-size man and a very small man. Uh, it was so much fun, Was though. he your closer? He, uh, we started putting him in the, in the cart. I said, all right, we're going to have to get caught up here. When the tires started smoking, you'd uh, put the baby in. Truthfully, we <laughs> sucked. Brad and I sucked. The, the, Kyler Hatch is fast. So he was, he was doing his best to pull, pull our weight too, but it was so much fun. We had, for 200 bucks, we rode, and we split that three ways. It was a no-brainer. It was so much fun. I had plenty. I even left there and went and raced motocross you know so it's like it didn't burn a whole day and so we're doing that again what july 13th is that right july 13th 7 a.m sign up eight o'clock starts for uh, 7 45 qualifying yeah yeah so seven o'clock don't be doing that because people will show up late and i want to get out of there but that's yeah. what that was the perfect thing for me because i you know it it didn't burn up the whole day we were we were in and out of there and it was fun, and you know what? The, we all said this. The carts worked a lot better the second half. It was like the the concrete got oh, hot. Yeah, the track gets hot. It's just like racing anything. Your it, tires got hot. It was cool, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. When you got well, it was twenty one hundred and fifty seven laps. Those carts ever flip? Is that we were right? Flying. Um, I haven't had one flip. Well, let me take that back. I did have two girls hit each other one time. Put one on its side. But S- it, sisters. But we were. I mean, we're hauling out did there. Did they it's, fight? No, one was one wasn't capable of fighting because she was taking a little nap. Okay, a little sleepy. And, uh, the other one, the other one was shocked. And by the way, helmets are required to race yes. at pole position and race, right? adjust fibly. Only they time are. I've ever seen that happen, as a matter of fact. Well, one other time. I Started the show off with Garrett Gerloff and a great interview there. Next up in the wings, Tony, we have Hayden Gilliam. You want to do the intro there, sir? Doesn't take much. He's the uh, another Kentucky kid, and he is. Crushing it in the super sports. We'll bring on now Hayden Gillum. How are you? Hey guys, how are you? Good to have you back. Yeah, yeah. Good to have. Good to be here. Tell you, us, tell us about your season. Not, not too shabby so far. Leading the points. Yeah, yeah. Got the points lead right now. Uh, you know, it's it's not going too bad. Had a couple rough races early on. Uh, had to get my had to get my head kind of back in the right in the right space and. Yeah, the last couple races have been really good for us. I want to ask you a question, though. What took your parents so long to get you your first dirt bike? Because, let's face it, your first motorcycle, I should say. And you got it at six. Most kids um, that are as good as you are get their first bike around three. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, they were kind of – it was me and my older brother and my little brother. I think they were waiting – 
for my little brother to get to the right age. And once he once he turned four, I think that was it, it was about ready for us. All you had to do is run over to the Haydens. They've got a barn full, and say, "Can I borrow that one, that one, and that one?" There, you got your bike. <laughs> what was your first bike? Uh, I wish uh, it was a little XR uh, Honda XR fifty. XR fifty. Oh wow! Yeah. Do you still have it? No, it's, I don't know where it is now. It's probably probably in a dumpster somewhere. A dumpster. <laughs> been used up. Oh yeah. Hayden, have I, you been? I tend, I, I tend to to really destroy bikes whenever I have them. Okay, so you go to the Tony Wink School of Motorcycle Care and Handling. I just push them off to the side and get another. <laughs> PJ. Yeah. Yeah, Hayden, I was just wondering, have you been doing much in the way of flat track this year? My apologies for not knowing the answer. I know uh, you've certainly historically been a guy who does some. Yeah, uh, no, this this year I decided to, to take the the year off from flat track. Uh, the last three, four years, um, you know, I've just, I've been driving everywhere, doing everything, and uh, you know, I just, I hadn't, I hadn't seen some friends and family and in quite a long time and I hadn't really been home in Kentucky much and so this year I decided to just focus on the road racing stuff uh not not really worry about the flat track side and uh you know just be home more just kind of you know relax and, and and have more fun Hayden is that easier for you to to focus on on your road racing when you're not you're not splitting your time between dirt and road racing and concrete or whatever you want to call it yeah, it's it's definitely a lot easier, you know. It just it just gives me more time to 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 really focus on what I need to do for my riding style, for uh, you know, just working on the road racing stuff. And uh, you know, for for me, the first couple races this year didn't go very good. And uh, even I mean, I walked away with two wins in the first two weekends, but also had two crashes. And uh, you know, I just my head wasn't really in the right. I just wasn't in the right state of mind, and uh, I just I needed to relax a little bit more, and uh, I wasn't having as much fun. And and now you know the last couple of weekends I've I've kind of got back to where I need to be, and I'm just having a blast riding. Are you still doing a, a fair bit of your own driving? Or are you are you now one of those uh, fly-in pros? Uh, all the close races I've, I've, I'm driving to because I st- I still like driving, you know, and then having my own vehicle everything there uh but the race for utah uh flew into uh, a little bit early and hung out with the team up in park city and now uh now we're in denver doing uh doing a rick school uh, working on some stuff are you uh you, you're doing rick school are you a guest instructor at that deal um it's kind of it's kind of like I'm, I'm working on my own stuff. They're they're kind of helping me with what I need to to work on, and and then you know whenever if anybody has any questions or anything like that, you know me and uh, Nick McFadden and all of us can kind of help and you know watch a little bit whatever we can and kind of chime in where we can and what and just help help if we can. And that's called what's the name of that's the Ridiculous Racing uh, Team School, right? Yes, I got a I got a student question for you, if you don't mind, Hayden. Um, so when you're when you're racing and you're processing the track in your head, and I don't know if anybody else does this, but 
the as I'm getting older and I'm 41 now, but I'm racing motocross and again quite a lot. And uh, I will sit and and even sometimes with my eyes closed and just like process the track and I'll go through the whole track and think about really focus on how I'm going to do every corner, every jump, everything. Do you guys do that in road racing? And, and do you sit and just process the track and, and, and think about go through your race before it even happens and that kind of thing and just kind of visualize or am I, is that, you know what I'm oh. talking about? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, every, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody does that. Uh, you know, it's, it's it it's good to do that it kind of keeps you focused on on where you are and, and what you're doing and i know before the races most of us will go find especially this last weekend we didn't know the track uh and it was most of our first time around it so all of us were trying to find videos uh walking the track i mean there was more people doing the track walk this last weekend than i've seen in quite a long time so you know everybody's trying to get every little bit of advantage and edge that they can and, and definitely going and getting into your, into your own head and trying to memorize every tiny little thing is, is a big deal and a big part of it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's an interesting aspect of this past weekend that it was in fact a new, uh, layout for everyone. Uh, do you like going to a new track? It doesn't happen that often in our national series. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was my first time around it. I know um, the the ridiculous guys uh, they do schools there, but I had I hadn't been to one yet, so that was my those were my first laps around the track. And uh, man, it was a really fun track. It was uh, super flowy. It was really technical, um, and I mean it it put a beating on your body. And that first race was only fourteen laps, and it felt like 30 and then race two we went up to 19 laps and that was just it was very it was super brutal i'm still a little bit sore from it my hands got pretty tore up uh just working the bike and uh yeah i mean it was it was a ton of fun it was a great track uh i just i needed to work on on how to save the tires a little bit better there and uh, we just had Gerloff on. I don't know if you'd heard it, but he said, "Yeah, he had a he had ginormous uh, blisters in the palms of his hands." Of course, he's riding a super bike. What I found interesting after watching uh, all the races from the weekend, you guys were only like the the super sport class. You're only about two seconds off the super bikes, uh, is what it seemed like. Does that sound about right? Yeah, we were our our fastest times were, were about two seconds off, and. Uh... You know, it just depends on the track that we go to, but, um, you know, that being a smaller track, not as fast, uh, we we tend to be able to get a little bit closer, but we jump the corners uh, quite a bit better than 600, and, you know, they've got this sewer bike. Yeah, that, was, that to me, was surprising. Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit, Hayden. But actually, what Garrett said was, I asked him if it was really hard and if he started to fade or anything like that, and he said, not at all. The track was demanding, but it didn't bother him at all. But he was watching the Super Sport class, and he noticed the leader around that that track was uh, seemed to be sucking wind a little bit. Does that ring a bell at all? <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> He didn't say that. Uh, it's a nice try to get it inside a riot there, though, Tony. That was real good. 
So what are you looking forward to uh, other than a few weeks off here? I mean, what's your what's your favorite track yet to come? Uh, man, that's a tough one. I know, I know I'm looking forward to Laguna getting getting back in front of the the world superbike guys and um you know, last last year I didn't have the greatest weekend there. Uh we ended up choosing the wrong uh wrong tires and it cost us a little bit and uh you know, still ended up on the podium but pretty far back from J D and Valentin and so I, I got a little bit of redemption I want to go into there and, and then I'm definitely looking forward to Sonoma. Uh kind of the same deal there. I just I made some mistakes there. And and definitely looking forward to Pittsburgh and honestly every every track from here on out I'm I'm a huge fan of. I love riding and uh you know, right now the seasons the, the points are so close between me and Bobby and, and the racing is really good. I'm, I think these next these next five tracks that we go to are gonna be gonna be a lot of fun uh to race and just to watch. And the big one for the Season season ender. I mean, barbers repaving midsummer. I'm kind of stoked to see those races on fresh pavement and see how you guys go. Oh, they're they're repaving, huh? Yeah, you hadn't even heard that, had you? That's that's the news no. in my end of the world. Uh, all my track day buddies and uh, I've got a, a number of guys that work for some track day orgs. They're uh, based in the South Atlanta. You say track day dorks? Yep, the same. Th- it means the same. Sounds oh. sounds the same. Oh. <laughs> yes, my track day do- track day dork buddy friends. Uh, but they work for some of the orgs, and yes, that is the word. Is that they are okay. going to be doing a repave? I want to say August. Uh, I need to do a little more digging, but I think that's right where they had a break in their schedule. Um, but that's been news since last fall, actually, since your Moto America season ender last year. Okay. I had heard something about them, uh, you know, working on, on trying to get it repaved, but whenever, whenever we were down there, I heard something about 2020 maybe. Um, and I could be, be, I could be behind it. Amazing. Hey, I mean, I hope it's this year. That'd be that'd be amazing. There's no telling how much how much quicker the track would be. I mean, it's already super fast, but definitely whenever it gets really hot out there, uh, it gets it gets a little greasy. But you know, it just it makes the racing really good. And man, that track is so fun. It'll be awesome uh, with some new pavement on it. I heard they're going to put. Uh like some speed bumps and some gravel, gravel in the corners, cor- gra- a little bit of gravel, sure. some grass clippings. <laughs> They've already got all of it. They've already got all of it. <laughs> I didn't think about grass clippings. Grass clippings would be a really nice feature. <laughs> oh you my know? God. All right, Hayden, up against the clock, who do you got to thank? Who do you want to thank? Uh, you know, I just got to thank the Ridiculous Racing Team. It's, yep. it's been a great great season so far. And, uh, you know, and then Bell Helmets, uh, Alpine Stars, Cycle Gear, uh, you know, just really everybody that's part of the team, everybody that's on my side, uh, it's, it's, there's so many names that it's hard for me to think of right off the top of my head. I probably should have wrote them down, but well, there's uh, always you know, hindsight, every, right? everybody that's, everybody that's there, they, they know who they are, but we appreciate your time, your insight and, uh, your humor is, uh, very refreshing because it's Kentucky humor born and bred, baby. Good job out of you. <laughs> 
Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All right, there it goes, Hayden Gillum. Hey, our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Giuseppina Robici, who died Tuesday last week in the southern Italian town of Poggio Imperio, where she was born March 20th of 1903. She lived 116 years in 90 days, and she was a huge fan of flat track. So uh, we're going to miss her, but uh, again, that's pretty much Europeans' oldest person who's died at 116 anyway back uh with the buddy of yours tony dave selecki right yeah i'm old buddy from ohio ohio all right stay tuned we'll be back after this sports stars they're like superheroes but they're actually real which is why we've made a podcast about them you see they've all got a story but too many of these stories were cut short kobe bryant Payne stewart flojo Phil Hughes, Justin Fashionew. We're writing episodes about all of them. And sadly, many more. Death of a Sports Star, a new series from Crowd Network.